Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I'm Nikki Cross and today I am following up to episode 152, but I'm going to flip that on its head. So let me first introduce that episode and you don't need to listen to it before this one. You can just add it to the queue to play next. In episode 152, I talked about what to do when business results aren't going your way, when things are not happening quickly enough and how to not abandon what it is that you want, your goal in business um, by thinking that I just can't do it and it just not, must not be possible for someone like me, but also how to not abandon yourself. One of the things that I see very frequently when people start to do the inner work is they start to realize that the way they treat themselves is almost parallel to the business results that they're seeing. And over the course of time in my own business, I developed something that I trademarked called the Thrive First Method. And that the whole concept is around actually in order to create sustainable success in business, you've almost got to separate yourself as a human and your business results. And you've got to commit to treating yourself with reverence, with respect, with um, the way that you would treat a small child. You wouldn't neglect a small child just because they weren't doing very well in school. And that all sounds very nice and very fluffy. But what I think that people what starts to drop in for people as they start to do this work, it's almost like, oh, two and two starts to come together and they make four and they realize that if I want to create sustainable success in business, I can't do it where I'm treating myself negatively. And that could be in many ways, it could be in their physical vessel, not looking after themselves. But more often than not, it's actually what nobody sees. It's how they're speaking to themselves in their own mind. And so in episode 152, I covered off how to navigate your inner world when, and your outer world, like I'd give you practical tips on what not to do when business results are not happening quickly enough, when things aren't going your way. However, today, actually today's episode came off the back of a chat with a one-to-one client who I've recently wrapped up her journey with. So Chloe um, from Studio Chloe David. If you haven't listened to her one-to-one experience, I will link her episode in the show notes, as I will with episode 152 that I've just mentioned as well. But I was chatting to her over the weekend because I still keep in touch with all of my one-to-one clients. And we were talking about um, something that I introduced her to during her one-to-one experience. And I don't think it's something, I don't think it's something that I've mentioned on the podcast before. And it's a success evaluation. It's an evaluation when things are going well. And that doesn't necessarily mean when business as a whole is going well, but when at the end of every day or at the end of every week or in whatever cadence you would like. So the conversation between Chloe and I was her saying, I've really adopted that success evaluation and I've started to ask myself it daily. And I really love that. I think that she is a role model in that sense of, I'm just adopting these small practices that do not take much of my time. But she said something, and I'm going to read it out to you because, um, and I have got permission to read this out to you, because I want you to hear from a one-to-one client's experience how easy it can be to overlook your successes, to overlook the things that are going well in business, but in overlooking them, what what that can contribute contribute towards is your blindness towards your ability to create successful results. I need to put my teeth in in this episode, don't I? So this is what Chloe said. She goes, when things are going well, the trap is to fall into the belief that it's luck 
or momentary or chance. It's almost harder to believe that success is earned when things are going well. And I want to be clear, my view, the way I see business is to be successful in business, I believe that you've got to be able to experience your highest highs without sabotaging them. And you've also got to be able to hold yourself through the lowest lows without getting stuck there. What do I mean? I mean that it's it's like a roller coaster business. You know, you're going to experience, there's going to be days where you wake up and you've got inquiries in your inbox. People are responding to what it is that you're putting out there in a really positive way. You're getting recognition, you're experiencing success. And those days, those times are going to feel like the really high highs. So for me, I know when I get really positive feedback, to me, that is a moment of, oh, like, I just love this. What a high high. And what I see happen more often than not is many people in business who first come and do the inner work, they haven't learned how to have an experience, truly experience that high high without sabotaging it. And you could liken it to the the example and the metaphor, not the metaphor, the example that we all know, which is, oh, that dress is beautiful. Oh my God, this old thing, I just got it from a charity shop and it's got holes in and I'm shit and I'm a potato. You know, we can can try and bat off. And I think that many of us do try and bat off any compliment, any success, because we, we haven't learned how to hold ourselves in that. And I think this episode is really going to help you. I'm literally going to give you the steps that I give my own clients in this episode so that you can practice the skill of not only recognizing where you're creating success in business, actually um, intentionally cultivating more of it. I want that for you. I want you to be able to experience your highest highs in business without sabotaging them, without thinking that they were a fluke, without, listen to Chloe's words, um, when things are going well, the trap is to fall, uh, where was it? The trap is to fall into the belief that it was luck or momentary or chance. Think about that. Think about the amount of times in business where you've experienced something going well, something's, you know, surpassing your own expectations or having a nice little surprise of uh, some revenue coming in or you achieving something. And think about how you handled that on your inner world. And you might actually be listening to this episode thinking, I actually don't even know how I handled that on my my inner world. And that is probably a sign that you just let it slip by. You just put it down to luck. It was a fluke. It was chance. Or it was just a momentary um, glimpse of success in the shitness that is business, in the challenges that come in business. So I want in this episode, I want to be able, I want to enable you And I want to give you a practice so you can enable yourself to navigate those successful parts, those high highs, without sabotaging them. And sabotaging them includes, like I've said, brushing over them, classing them as a fluke, classing them as chance. I also want you to be able to hold yourself through those lowest lows. And I believe that's what episode 152 gave you. I believe episode 152 enables you to ground into your own wisdom, your own grounded confidence and your own, like being able to hold your nerve through it. I hope that that's what you get from episode 152. So I hope in both of them, I'm giving you both. That's what I want for you. 
Um, because it can get hard, right? Business can get hard, you know, and when business does get hard, what I don't want for my own clients, and this is something, this is something, this is one of the most frequent things that I um, support my own clients through, is filling the gaps of silence. Now, I am going to point you towards another episode here because I think that this is really going to serve you. If you are someone if, through the gaps of silence who makes assumptions about what those silences mean, I want to point you towards an episode. It's episode number 189. And that episode is titled Coping with Uncertainty. If you are someone who in the gap, in the silence, you fill that silence with your own insecurity, you make it mean something, right? So you send a proposal out and you you don't hear back from the client. And already in your head, you're like, they're ghosting me. They're ghosting me because I'm shit. I'm shit because they don't see the value in what I do. And you plug that silence not only with your own insecurities and your own ideas of what's happening, but you believe it to be true. <laughs> like You believe your own stories. And even further from that point, from those silences that you've plugged with your own insecurities and you've made it mean something, from that point, you will actually take action. And one of the biggest, one of the most transformational experiences that my clients have on this journey with me is they are, they enable themselves to hold themselves lovingly, steadily through those silences. And so they don't take action. The, the action that they take in that space, I just want to be clear, and I, I, I have a lot of empathy for anyone who's doing that because it can feel like control. When you're coping with the uncertainty of a silence and you're filling it with your own assumptions based on your own insecurities, when you, from that place, when you, like one of my clients produced like 12 price guides when she was in that place. Um, I have clients who tweak their website. I have clients who frantically send emails and post on social media. Anything that some people uh, take that sabotage within and they'll just go in the kitchen and they'll eat loads of stuff and they're not you know it's it's understanding that you're doing that because it feels like control you're doing that because it feels like if I can just do something that something hopefully will produce a better outcome because I've already decided what this silence means so um I'm going to actually get into this episode today because I feel like I'm spending a lot of time talking about things I've already talked about. So just to summarize on all of that, if you want to be able to hold yourself through when business is going slowly, it's not meeting your expectations, things aren't happening quickly enough, as quick as your expectations would lead you to believe they should be, episode 152 is for you. If you are someone who is struggling with coping with the uncertainty um, episode 189 is for you. And lastly, if you want to hear uh, Chloe's um, episode, I encourage you to go and listen to episode 198. So 152, 189, one. Um, I'm just going to write those down for myself. 152, 189. And then Chloe's episode is number 198. I will link all of these in the show notes. Let's get into today's episode. Today's episode is all about celebrating successes. Now, you might think, I don't need to do that. Actually, it's better for me to be critical towards myself because that, that criticism, it motivates me. And what I want to say to you, and by the way, 
that's a very normal thing. Like I remember actually reading a book called Playing Big by Tara Moore. It's a brilliant book. But in there, she actually addresses why sometimes we can lead ourselves to believe that I will only be ambitious and I will only be successful if I am critical of myself. And that might work, but it's not going to be sustainable. And it might work, but it's probably going to be at the cost of your self-esteem and how you treat yourself. Because if you're continually only making moves in business because you're bullying yourself or you're only ever... Imagine working for a boss, right? Who was like only ever pointing out the things that you did wrong, only ever pointing out the ways you can improve and the things that you could do better. You only have to answer that question to know that it's not going to create sustainable success for you. Sustainable being you feeling good about the success that you're having. So I want to just point out that what we're about to talk about, it's not the sexiest of topics. And also it's not on you. I want to also point out that you might listen to this episode and go, yeah, I get that. And yeah, it makes sense. And yeah, she's laid it out in these really easy steps, which I'm going to, and I'm going to not only lay it out in easy steps, but I'm going to give the prompts to you in the show notes. So you've literally got them there to copy and use. I also want to let you know that the majority of my clients, when I give them this, how to do a success evaluation, they don't buy into it at first. And um, Chloe actually said to me on text at the weekend, she said, when you first gave this to me, I bought into the essence of it, but I didn't actually start practicing it initially. And now we, we, we're not working together anymore. Her one-to-one journey is finished. I am, by the way, taking on new one-to-one clients um, from the middle of April. So if if you're thinking of coming in doing this work, I encourage you to book in an inquiry call because we're at the end of February. That time is going to pass and my slots will be filled. Um, but yeah, she, she let me know that I've really started to not just embody the essence of recognizing my wins, but I've actually started to do this as a daily practice. And I really want to highlight that as um, proof of if you want to be sustainably successful in business, you can't think that you can just float by not acknowledging your wins. And many of us don't, especially us British, we don't want to acknowledge our wins because, oh my God, fill in the blank of your own upbringing. Don't be big headed. Don't be a show off. Don't do this. Don't do that. You know, stay nice and neutral and don't, don't shine. And I've also done an episode on avoiding your own brilliance. I'm going to, I'm not shining. I'm going to link that in the show notes as well, because it's one of my most played episodes. So it's important for you to recognize the good. It's easy to be critical. And that's not just because like, it's just easy to be critical. We are literally wired to be critical of ourselves. We are wired to see how we can improve, how we can evolve. So I want you to know that your your brain's natural go-to will always be how can I improve? How can I evolve? Your brain will always be looking for how it can be critical of what you're doing, how you're being, what you're thinking. So it's not something that you need to pump intentional energy into. What you do need to pump intentional energy into is recognizing, acknowledging, and celebrating your wins. Not because it's a nice thing to do, not just because it will help your self-esteem and yourself and build a self-concept intentionally, which I'm going to talk to you about, but also because if you are having wins in business, 
would it not be logical to think that you want to replicate that? <laughs> I think so. I think so. Um, so let's let's get to it. Most of us have ideas and beliefs about who we are. Okay. So, and and those ideas and beliefs that we have about who we are, if we haven't, if we're not practiced in the inner work, it sort of usually goes like this. People at the beginning aren't very aware of the ideas and beliefs that they have about themselves. And at the beginning of doing the inner work, they'll start to raise their awareness and they'll start to be quite surprised with the ideas and beliefs they have about themselves because they've never known, they, they've always been there and they're always there and they're always playing out um, subconsciously. But if you, when you start bringing them into your awareness, you start realizing, oh, like I do think that I'm a bit shit or oh, I have been thinking these things about myself that are playing out in business and potentially disempowering me. So just recently, actually, I'll give you an example in the Inner Work Club. I coached someone who um, is a business owner um, and they wanted coaching on how to increase their financial awareness and um, what was their actual, let me just give you their actual coaching, what they wanted coaching on, because we have a private podcast and I I've got the actual coaching call outline here. So here it is. They wanted they wanted financial success and to thrive and to um, live their values in their business. And in that coaching call, we covered how to think about your goals. So from them being intimidating and rigid to empowering and freeing. And um, this person had an idea about themselves that they could only have one or the other. So they could only have financial success or they could have thriving in life and business. Um, we covered the inner conditioning shift from, I can have that, but only if I abandon this, like myself. Um, and seeing that how their goal can act as a North Star rather than something that brings them pressure. So they were quite reluctant at the beginning to set a financial goal in their business because they thought that, because they were so afraid of failure. And what I wanted to show you there is, and before we raise this awareness about ourselves, we have beliefs about who we are and what is true for us that we've never surfaced. And what this work does is it surfaces those beliefs so that we can look at them and go, is that helping me or is that hindering me? Is that enabling me or is that disempowering me? And so when we're navigating through the everyday of business, what can often happen is we have a mini success. So let me just be clear in what I mean by that. A mini success could be, um, your website clicks are up, you know, you're getting more or more traction, more eyes on your website. A uh, mini success could be facilitating a fantastic team meeting. A mini success could be getting more client inquiries. It's very, very easy from a place of thinking negative thoughts about yourself just to dismiss them and not even notice those wins. So I'm going to give you the prompts now to how to make noticing your wins and more than acknowledging and noticing them, actually taking those and starting to intentionally cultivate a self-concept that positions you as someone who can trust themselves and has intentionality in business. What I see when we, I call it success negligence, when we refuse or we neglect to look at our wins in business, I don't think it's optional. I think it has to be. This is why in the Inner Work Club, every single Friday, I ask my clients to wrap up their week and I ask them to look at, yeah, what could you have done better? But what what, what were your wins? And it's because I know 
that by doing this as a practice daily, weekly, however, whatever cadence works for you, it can be really simple. I'm going to give you the prompts. What you're doing is you're building trust with yourself as someone who is being intentional in business. It is so, and so that you can replicate that success, so that you can replicate it, so that you can accelerate it, so that you can do more of it. It is so easy in business to have a win and to bypass it, to overlook it, like my client Chloe said, to consider it as chance or fluke. And when you do that, what happens is, you will think to yourself and you will believe that you don't know how you created that success or you'll think to yourself and you'll believe that you didn't have any involvement in creating it. It was just a fluke. It just happened by chance. It was just a momentary spike in business, you know? So I want you to build trust. I want you to, I want you to be someone who says, I know that I can and I know how to do it. I know that I can and I know how to do it. I know how I did that. I know how I created that. And the only way to know how you're creating success in your own business is to evaluate the successes that you're having, is to look at the little wins that you have and be like, huh, what? And, it, and stick with it because sometimes it will be hard for you to see how you contributed to that happening. Um, but doing this work and doing this as a practice is gonna make that easier for you. I want you to build your sense of self. Too many of you out there if I lifted the lid on what you truly, truly thought about yourselves in business, I imagine that your self-value, your self-worth would be low. And I want you to know that you can build it. I want you to know that you, by practicing what I'm about to give you, you can build your sense of self-worth. You can build your sense of self-esteem. But it's got to be intentionally cultivated because like I said earlier, your brain is naturally wired to point out all of the ways that you are shit. So you're going to have to do this intentionally on purpose. So let me give you the prompts. I'm going to write these in the show notes as well, just so that you've got them written down. So the first thing is you can do this in the middle of the day. You can do this while you're having a wee. You can do this while you go into bed. You can do this when you wake up, right? All I want you to do is I want you to look back on the day or on yesterday or on the morning. And I just want you to ask yourself the question, what went well? And if your brain is naturally wired to only seeing what didn't go well, this is the bit that you're going to have to stick with a little bit more. And I want you to stick with it to the point where you go, oh, I am starting to notice what went well. What went well this morning? Um, so for, for example, for me, what went well this morning? I just recorded a podcast episode. What went well this morning? Oh, I can see that I got... Um, I got some feedback on my Instagram posts. Oh, what went well this morning? So you have to, or what went well yesterday, whatever. What went well? You're going to have to intentionally notice what's going well. You're going to have to intentionally notice that. And when when you notice it, and this is going to sound fluffy, but I promise you it's not, I want you to allow yourself to feel the joy of that. Don't just notice it logically, factually. Allow yourself to feel the joy of it. Do you know how it feels when you see one of your friends doing really well or you hear about one of your friends having a win? Like, let's say your friend has done something brave, like passed their driving test at 45 or, you know, something where you're like, oh my God, I'm so happy for you. And you genuinely feel that joy inside. Allow yourself to feel that 
not because it's fluffy, not because it would be lovely for you to feel nice, but because in feeling the joy of that mini win that you've just had, you will embody it further. There is neurological, scientific stuff that I don't know, and I'm not going to pretend to know, but I'm telling you that it counts and I'm telling you that it matters. There's a big difference between noticing, oh yes, that went well, tick, and feeling, oh my God, that went really well. Oh, I'm so happy about that. Allow yourself to feel that. So what went well? Second prompt for you. So what went well, like it might've been, I got a client inquiry or I delivered a great team meeting, whatever it was. The next prompt for you is, how did I contribute to this happening? Now, you're, you might have to dig deep in this one because there are some things in business that you would easily convince yourself that there's no way for you to really tell how you contributed towards that happening. Um, and I can guarantee that if you dig deep enough, you'll be able to tell. How did I contribute towards that team meeting going well? How did I contribute towards that Instagram post getting a lot of traction and a lot of likes. And it's probably going to be deeper than you initially see. So you might initially go, well, I just put the Instagram post up or I just prepared well for the team meeting. Dig a little bit deeper. In order for you to put your best work, your most beautiful work on Instagram, you had to recognize and value that work in yourself. You had to quieten the voice of your own critic and you had to have resilience in order to post that. You had to dig into why you thought it was valuable in order to post it in the first place. In order to run that team meeting well, you had to overcome all of the thoughts that you have in your own head about you being boring or you not having anything good to say or you not being a very motivational leader. And so can you see like, that question, how did I contribute to that good thing happening? Really dig deep. Next prompt, what did I have to navigate or experience in order for that to go well? In order for me to produce these podcast episodes, sometimes I have to navigate and experience thoughts in my head that go like, oh, is this going to be very helpful though? Like, is this enough? Is, is, are people going to think that this is shit? No, 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 no. And you will hear that your own inner critic, your own inner negative Nelly voice is probably something that you're going to have to navigate. Maybe it's something on the outside that you're going to have to navigate. For example, let's say you're an artist and you have an art website where people can buy your art and you put five pieces of art up there and one gets bought and you're so, so happy. But you recognize in asking yourself the question, what did I have to navigate? What did I have to experience in order for that good thing to happen? You had to navigate and experience the vulnerability of your art being there for the world to see and no one buying it. And you having to navigate potential criticism, potential judgment, potential feedback from people. You've had to navigate and experience that. So allow yourself to see that. Allow yourself to see how you've been resilient, how you've been resourceful in creating that mini success. Next prompt. What were the helpful thoughts? So it's very, very easy for us to listen to the thoughts that will happen on autopilot, the negative thoughts, the thoughts that go, well, you're a bit shit and that's not going to work for you and it works for them, but it won't work for you. Nah, 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 nah. It's, it's going to take a little bit more for you to come back to yourself and think, what were the helpful thoughts that enabled me 
to create that success. And it's very important that you do this because helpful thoughts are things that we can replicate. And I want to be clear, like I've pointed this out in other episodes too, this isn't the same. Helpful thoughts aren't, I believe, aren't the same as positive affirmations. Positive affirmations to me are go Nikki, go, give it all you've got. You can do it. And my brain goes, fuck off. (laughs) My brain, I'm sure I spoke about this in a recent episode. My brain will be like, oh, shut up. I've got all this negative stuff going on in my brain. I've got some self-loathing that will easily shit all over your, your positivity. For me, positive affirmation is different from a helpful thought. A helpful thought is something that sort of greets my negative inner critic at the front door and takes it by the hand and is like, yeah, but actually it's more helpful to see it this way. So if my inner critical thoughts, which I have many, many, many of, are saying, you're shit, you're rubbish, this is going to be boring, no one's going to like it, you're not going to be successful, whatever it is, a helpful thought would be, and I, yes, I appreciate that might be true, but I'm capable of finding out something different. I am open to an alternative perspective. That's a helpful thought. A helpful thought is one that guides you to an action that is positive for your business, an action that is um, cultivating intentionality around who you're becoming as a business person. What were the helpful thoughts? So, helpful thought for me is, oh, like on reflection is, oh, I can see that when I was having all of that inner critic self-doubt stuff, a helpful thought helped me to be resilient. And that helpful thought was this, try, try, oh, just bit my own lip, try to find the helpful thoughts. Next prompt. What did this success teach me about myself? Like I said at the beginning of the episode, we have thoughts and beliefs about ourselves that are pretty shit. (laughs) and those thoughts and beliefs live rent-free. We haven't agreed to them. We haven't consented to them, but they're there, and they're they're sort of ground into us as beliefs. doesn't matter where they came from. This isn't therapy, but they are there, and they do exist, and so what I love about a success evaluation is it allows my clients to see that who... It allows my clients to see who they are becoming, Because who you are isn't fixed. Who you are is only fixed if you allow your brain to say, no, 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 this is who you are. No, 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 this is who you are. And what tends to happen when we don't acknowledge, recognize, and evaluate our wins is you have an idea or a belief about who you are, and any success that you have will be brushed off because it doesn't match that idea about who you are. So if you believe you're inherently shit, you're inherently not very good at something, and you have a win, that win will not match your belief about who you are. And so you'll brush it off. You'll think it's a fluke. What I'm asking you to do with this prompt is I'm asking you to be open about who you are. And I'm asking you to ask, what is this success? What is this little win teaching me about myself? Okay, because it's really easy to overlook and it's really easy only to be critical as a natural automatic go-to. And the last prompt is based on all of this, what do I want to do more of, less of, differently? For those of you who work with me, you will know this is one of my favorite questions. When we're able to see things more objectively, whether that's something we fucked up, a mistake that we've made, or whether it's a win, 
what we're able to do with that objectivity is we're able to, like I said earlier, one of the benefits of doing this kind of evaluation on yourself, one of the benefits is, oh, I can replicate my success. I think what a lot of us do in business when we overlook our wins is we hop around from strategy to strategy and we end up spending money and spending time on courses and workshops and the latest five steps of how to create success in this way or that way. And all the while you're overlooking how you how you are actually creating success your way in business. And what this last question does is it puts you back in a position of power and it puts you back in a position of owning your actions what based on all of this what do i want to do more of less of different and from that place you can commit and you can be like okay cool so i can see that this win was created by doing those things so therefore and what you'll start to see over time is you might have been spending time and energy on doing things in business that don't actually contribute towards your wins at all. So an example for me is when I first started recording this podcast 200 and odd episodes ago, I used to, oh fucking hell, I used to write a script. I used to edit it. I used, I used to spend about a day recording and producing a podcast. That did not produce the results that matched. There was no cost benefit there at all. And so what I was able to see over time, what do I want to do more of, less of, or different, is I was able to see that I want to do less of the perfecting and editing myself. And I want to do more of the real and raw and relatable stuff that helps pe- helps me build a connection with the people who are potentially going to come and do this work with me. And even if they're not, it helps the people who aren't going to come and do this work with me to build trust with me so that they take the stuff that I'm putting out there, utilize it in their life and business, and they can see a ripple effect that goes far and wide. That's what I want. Okay. So if you do not acknowledge your wins, if you do not recognize them, you're not going to be able to replicate your success and you are going to be spinning in circles. And while you're spinning in circles, you're going to be perpetuating the idea that you're not very good and that you are a bit shit and that any success that you have is just a bit of a fluke. So I hope what this episode has done for you is A, convince you that this is not a negotiable practice. This is non-negotiable. Please start to recognize your wins. Please use these prompts and please just make it really fun and easy for yourself. It doesn't have to be this formal sit-down practice. It could be while you're walking the dog, you just dedicate a minute or two to recognizing what went well and how did I contribute towards it and what am I going to do more of, less of or different? It can be that simple. So just as a summary, um, I have mentioned a few other episodes in this one and I'm going to ask you right now to cue them up as your next plays. Episode 152 is where I talked about when business is going slower than you'd like, you're not having the success that you'd like, go and listen to that. Episode 189 is coping with uncertainty, coping with the silence, not filling the silence with your own insecurity and taking frantic action from there. Like doing short-term things to sticky plaster over the discomfort that you're feeling in this gap, in this void, that... Episode 198 is the episode with my client, Chloe. You'll hear about her experience. And episode 156 is for those of you who are holding back their brilliance. So I'm going to link all those in the show notes. I'm going to write these um, little prompts down for you. I've got some cracking episodes coming up. So please continue to tune in to the Inner Work Conversation. And please continue to share these episodes as well. I am 
getting so much energy from you guys, not only sharing these episodes with other people, but also sharing your wins with me as well, sharing what is really resonating with you. And I th- I don't know, there's something really powerful about you messaging me and being like, thanks for this. I took this away. Here's what I'm going to do. It almost solidifies your commitment to action. And it, to be honest, it just gives me life. Like I absolutely love it when you do that. So please continue to feed back to me. Um, I'm going to highlight the last episode because you have the opportunity. One of the episodes I'm about to record is when someone's filled out that form to get coached on this podcast for free. Um, And I'm about to record that episode. So I wanted to highlight that to you just in case you have missed that. If you want to get coached completely for free, you can fill out that form and I will bring your challenge to the Inner Work conversation and I will give you a snippet, a glimpse into how I would coach you if you were one of my one-to-one or inner work club clients. All of that said, if you want to come and do this work with me, the doors to the inner work club are open. And if you want to go a little bit deeper, if you want to have your own very transformational journey, then come and work with me one-to-one. My doors are open for inquiries right now. And my first available slot will be from mid-April 2024. So there's all your invitations. There's all of the links that you need. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. As always, please never forget, I am always cheering you on. And I really do hope that you are cheering you on too.